This is Randy Rosetta with HubSeatPreps.com with this week's edition of the LISD Lowdown. I'm with Lubbock High Coach Juan Rodriguez as his team gets ready to play a Thursday night game, last home game of the season for the Westerners against Abilene Cooper. Juan, just to tear the bandage off, no playoff for the Westerners this year. Got off to a decent start. Have had some things happen that were positive. We're just talking the thing about you guys that sticks out in my mind is even even in your struggles, your guys fight. They keep playing. A lot of times you give up two or three touchdowns early, it's white flag comes out and nothing's good. But you guys you guys find a way to get your guys to keep going to the line of scrimmage and keep keep fighting. And I, that, that's to me that's an important building block for you as you try to get this thing headed in the right direction. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's definitely, uh, and I appreciate that, Randy. I think it's, it's important for us to understand that this is going to be a process for us. And we knew that coming into to Lubbock High, that it was going to be a process. You know, we were going to have to start all over again. And <clears throat> one of the initiatives have been to to really address the, uh, you know, our feeder patterns and uh, address them from the sixth grade to fifth graders and all the way up to our seventh and eighth graders and getting them to understand that, you know, how, what it's like to be a Westerner, what it feels to be a Westerner. You know the the uh, academic programs that we have to offer here for our kids. Uh, so that's been really important for us to to showcase that um, because we have a great great academic system here at Lubbock High. Um, and you know, and we also knew we were going to be young. You know, we had uh, some seniors last year. We were heavy seniors. We had some good seniors this year. But at the end of the day, we also moved up a lot of guys last year that really depleted our JV program. And uh, so we went back and you know we evaluated ourselves, held ourselves accountable to some mistakes that we feel that we made early on last year when we first got here. We tried to address it like we did in my previous uh, opportunity and that wasn't the right thing to do by these, these kids and this program. So we went back and we ramped it, did some things to, to change that. And now we have a, you know, our JV didn't win last night, but we have a JV uh, program that has over 45 kids and holding on strong to that, you know, even after grades. So we feel really proud about that. We, you know, we feel like, you know, half of those guys, if not more, will be on varsity next year. And uh, we have a lot of young, young guys. We have about 26 to almost 30 guys coming back next year as well. So we're still young uh, and uh, in, in many areas, young in our running backs, young in our quarterbacks. You know, we're going to lose some great receivers this year, obviously, in Trini and Josh Coleman and uh, Ethan Torres. But we also have, uh, you know, uh, Derek Torres coming back and his younger brother, you know, who's our sophomore quarterback. So there's going to be some quarterback competition even more because uh, all three of them have improved tremendously over the season. Yeah, we'll talk about those guys because to me that's – having too many quarterbacks is not a problem at the high school level because right. you can find a way to get them on the field in different ways. You didn't you didn't get down into your freshman team. Your freshman team is now 7-2. Seven 7-2, and two. Seven and two, you know, and our numbers are holding steady over there to 60 and 60-plus. 60 so, you know, anytime you start dealing with 60-plus, you know, as time goes on, you're going to lose kids too. You go to different sports, but we're hoping to have at least 50 to 55 next year at the JV – and actually not too many that we're going to be looking to move up. So we're looking at a program that's rebuilding itself to holding steady numbers at 50-plus at the JV, 65-plus at the freshman level, and then hopefully at some point, you know, we'll be honored to have 50-plus varsity kitchen. And that's what we're lacking, you know, when we get into these situations against teams. You know, we, we looked across the field the other day, and we had Abilene Wiley who had 66 kids, and we had 36. That's 30 kids more than what we have on the field. and. You know, when you're dealing with a first-class program like that, you know, you, you want to be able to come to the table with as many, as many uh, you know, bullets in your gun so far to speak, you know, and uh, ammunition just so that you can compete with such a great program. And, and those guys do a phenomenal job, extremely, 
extremely uh, phenomenal job of, of coaching their kids. The reason I mention those freshmen is because the old cliche is that the best thing about freshmen is they become sophomores, and that's true because, first of all, they become 14-year-olds, become 15-year-olds, mm -hmm. and they get into a – they start understanding you got to hit the weight room, you got to eat better, you got to do things, you got to start growing up physically and emotionally. If you can kind of keep that group together, that's just a building block. What I respect about you guys, what you've done, you've mentioned this, you've kind of weathered the storm here. You've maybe have taken some lumps, but you're keeping those groups together. And that's my friend Jay Northcutt at Friendship went through something similar when he got there, kept the, the sub-varsity teams together. Well, they started winning, and now they get to the varsity level, and they're used to success. It doesn't have to be every game being won, but just feeling success breeds success when they get older. Absolutely, and that's well said, Randy. And, you know, one of the things that I tell the kids, it's going to take time, and, you know, time for us stands this, this I must earn. You know, we're, we're, we have no microwave solutions uh, for our program. You know, we're not going to wish we could put Lump It High and, and take us back into time when we were the powerhouse in the 50s. Uh, we're not there anymore, you know, and then, you know, so we've got to be able to rebuild, you know, we're, we are uh, a school of 1900 plus, so we definitely feel good about our numbers, you know, about staying 5A Division two, And uh, we're going to have a lot of competition coming back our way, you know, uh, hearing that Lubbock Cooper was going to be going down. So, you know, uh, really think highly of Chip and, and our Coach Darden and what he does over there at Cooper's are exciting to have them, you know, possibly coming into our district, you know, competitive district, probably one of the toughest in my opinion across the state. Texas, you know, with with Ryder and Abilene Wiley and Plainview, and you know, and Palo Duro, uh, those those are tough teams to, to to handle. And any anybody that plays them, you know, you're dealing with first class programs. And you guys are going to keep growing. That's that's the thing we kind of touched on the quarterbacks. You do lose some key guys from this team, obviously, defensively in particular. I think you lose Zeke, uh, Jackson, Cood. Who am I, who am I missing? Is that it? Taji Whitfield. Taji Whitfield, yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's a pretty key one. Those are three, good, three great, great players that have done a tremendous job of, you know, of facing adversity. You know, Jackson Kud and, and Zeke Rodriguez. Zeke's a four-year starter or a four-year letterman, and he's been through some injuries this year. And Jackson has two, and, and Taji has as well. And, you know, just really, really grateful for their hard work, you know, and, the, you know, and all the dedication that they put into our programs throughout their four-year career here at Lubbock High. And, you know, I also want to give a huge shout out to Victor Gomez and Richard Leal and Coy Carrillo and Alex Simler for, for doing a fantastic job, not just with our program on the field, but also really important what they've done with our program off the field and making sure that our kids stay eligible. Uh, so that's been really important for us and they've done a fantastic job. You know, two great head coaches of their own perspective sports and Victor in baseball and, and uh, Richard Leal and, uh, and, and wrestling. So. Definitely very proud, very privileged to have those guys heading our freshman department there. Those guys are gone, the, the players I mentioned, but you got a lot of bodies coming back, a lot of talented kids. A couple of them are freshmen who are going to become those 15-year-olds, and Dallas Trevino is going to start to get bigger and yes. start to fill out. Your sophomores are going to start to kind of get more. You're going to have a lot of kids back who have kind of gone through this, some success, some adversity, fighting through games when you've gotten, but they're going to have a lot of experience to, to lean on. You know, one of the things I've been really impressed with, and, 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 you know, as a head football coach, you know, when you get two, two solid young quarterbacks back there and, and Zach and, and Dallas, you know, there's, there's the competitiveness of who's going to have the job, but we've been able to 
incorporated some things where both those two young men uh, share time. Uh, they both uh, support one another, uh, encourage one another on the field and to be successful. And it, it really doesn't matter who's out there. You can hear the other one, you know, just watching anxiously. Number one, two, is it his turn? But number two, knowing that we're going to have a two quarterback system right now, you know, and then uh, moving forward, we're going to have a young man and, and that's going to be coming up. That's doing a fantastic job with our JV. So, uh, and, uh, and, you know, his brothers have gone through. Derek, uh, Ethan will be graduating this year, but Derek will be a senior and he'll be a junior next year and the Thotis kids. So a lot, of young, a lot of young young men, a lot of youth, but at the same time, youth with experience. And, and that's always good to, uh, to have when you're moving forward with the, the rebuilding of our program. Yeah, having a little bit of athletic ability, talent, and you mix that with experience, that's, that's what coaches – want that's what they look forward to you know you have Dunkerson back there at running back but you also have Barella mm -hmm. uh, and we also have uh, Neely as a JV kid so you're going to have uh, we're going to have at least three to four running backs that we're going to be able to put back there you know you still have DJ who's out injured so he'll be a senior next year uh, so you're looking at four to five guys that are going to be able to carry the rock and and do something with it you know and uh, you know Dunkerson's had a tremendous last few games he's been productive you know he's you know he's a Pound, you know, he's going to run downhill guy. You know, Ethan Barella is the same way, uh, you know, and uh, so we're definitely excited to have those guys coming back, and they're still going to be back. They're both sophomores, you know, so that's exciting to have. This is a good news, bad news thing. You guys have fallen behind in your district games to the point where kids are smart enough to know, okay, we're probably not going to come back from this, but you keep playing. I think Paladero, you scored 24 points in the second half. Even last week against a really good Abilene Wiley team, you guys kept chopping wood. Kept what does that, what does that do for you guys tonight, Friday next week, and then going into the off season? That hey, we did some things well. It's just we've got to find a way to get the batteries charged a little quicker. You know, I think for us, it's uh, definitely as a positive. But there are positive building blocks for us. That, you know, our kids are tenacious. They are resilient. They don't want to quit. Um, you know, they don't. I mean, honestly, the, you know, the thing around here is they don't know how to, you know, so they want to keep fighting and fighting, you know, and, and when we've been down in that first half, which has become kind of a, unfortunately, a norm, uh, you know, those kids know that they got to win the second half and then anything can happen in the second half. So they go out back out there feeling like it's the start of the game. And, you know, I wish it was reversal. Uh, but, you know, I think we're, we're close to putting those four quarters together and hopefully we can do that tonight against a very well coached and, and talented Abilene Cooper team. Yeah, you could, it'd be nice next year if you're sitting here talking about we got to figure out how to hold on to a lead. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a, that would be a definitely a, a step in the right direction, you know. And we also, like I said, we know this is going to be a process, and our kids understand that this is a process. And you know, we talk about it. We're we're going to have a, an awesome end to our to our our journey, but at the end of the day, we also want to make sure that we enjoy the ride, that we enjoy each other's company, and you know, we love our kids, and I know that they love us, and. We just have had a lot of fun. You know, we, we've had 100% attendance this week at the varsity level, so that's always encouraging, especially when you know when you're in a situation like this. Uh, but our kids, you know, they, they have a lot of pride, and I think that has a lot to do with our, you know, our offseason that we had last year, but I think that's going to, you know, feed into what we're going to try to do this year, uh, you know, heading off into, you know, mid-November and late December. And I want to throw some credit. I go back to before the season, sitting – on that sofa, your, your office is a little bit different now. I think it was over there. Talking to Jackson Cood and Zeke Rodriguez, two of your seniors, 
and they talked about how whatever we do this year, we want to make sure that we've helped build a foundation. When you've got seniors that are talking like that, that's a credit to you and your coaches, but that's a credit to them as well. Absolutely, you know, and uh, absolutely. I can, can tell you I can sit here and talk about those two all day long. You know, they bring so much to the table. You know, Jackson is uh, does a tremendous job. He's also our deep snapper and has piqued some interest, you know, already from the Division One schools. And uh, so we're really excited about the opportunity that he's probably going to go play at the next level for sure. Zeke is, is, is on his way as well. Uh, so I think we're just uh, very blessed to have those, those two guys. And, you know, we have a four-captain system here, and it's, it's, it's premises behind, right, for the brand. And, you know, once our commitment guy, once our courage guy, once our character guy, and once our family guy, and each one of them kind of epitomizes that, that trait uh, to, the, to the fullest, you know. So those two guys have been definitely great to have us as part of my leadership console here. We'll get into those, know those two and Tajay. I don't know how you determine which one is which in that because I think they could check a lot of those boxes. Absolutely, absolutely. Taji's had a tremendous senior year for us. And, you know, he had two tackles for a loss against Wiley, a very good team against, you know, Wiley. And I think every coach that I've talked to has spoken really highly of him and his ability to play and his, his speed on the field and his closing to the ball, you know, has, has been, you know, just been awesome to watch. And so he's had some big plays for us. You know, he, he was out this uh, yesterday, you know, when I said uh, he was perfect attendance, but he was out sick yesterday. And now we, he was he's back to normal and uh, a little stomach bug there. So we're hoping to have him on the field tonight uh, ready to go. So this is a barometer for media guys. Whenever people are talking about your team, they always say that number or whatever, that's a player. And whenever I've talked to guys about you, as soon as they say that number, I thought, God, it's Tajay Whitfield, not look on the roster. Yep, sure enough. So he catches other coaches' attention. Absolutely. So that's, yeah. that's a good sign for, for him and for you guys. That definitely. You know, and it's again, it goes back to his work ethic and what he's done for us. You know, his coachability this year, uh, you know, his understanding of our scheme, understanding his role in our scheme, you know, has made a big difference for him and being able to make those plays for us. You know, and then you can't attend say enough. You know, you can't do much when he's an athletic kid. You know, he does his, some of those things he does on his own. You know, it has little to do with us. It's just him being a player and him being an athlete. So he does a great job of putting himself in good situations to be successful. So losing last week and essentially eliminated the playoff hope. What do you want your kids to do this week and next just to let their hair down and have some fun? Have fun, and you know, obviously, uh, that's important for us. Always has been throughout the season, and you know, I could tell the guys no matter whether we're one and nine or nine and one, we're going to continue to do the right things. We're going to continue to play hard. We're going to continue to play with character and class. And but more importantly, you know, we our focus this week is to play four quarters. You know, let's see what happens when we actually play four quarters, and 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 being a pro, being a game where you know we a number one close to taking the lead, or, or like you said earlier, b holding on to it, you know, and, and that's kind of our goal for tonight is, is is to try to win, you know, play after play and to win the quarter by quarter and, and hopefully put ourselves in a situation where we can actually take a W out of this. And just keep building blocks because yes, that's sir. what you guys are doing. You're building every game, every day at Lubbock High is a matter of building towards the future. And the man in charge of that has been really good at that since he got here, Juan Rodriguez, the Lubbock High coach. This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com, and that's been the LISD Lowdown.